The Bedford Blue Devil. That's right. Uh, the a uh, lot of changes, Britton. A lot of changes. Um, we, yeah, we we've not had you back for a while, and uh, normally when I say a lot of changes, people will think I'm I'm just talking about COVID and all this other craziness that's going on. But a lot of changes for you and your race program. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm really excited. Um, I, I I don't know. We had that master built car ready pretty well race ready uh, about three weeks ago and uh an opportunity came up to get a rocket and uh so i'm sure my guys were ready to kill me but uh so we went down and picked up this rocket down in crossville tennessee and uh it's a it's a 2015 blue gray and i've never drove a rocket i've only heard great things and uh so we're going to give that a try and then uh an opportunity came up to get in a, a super motor and uh so we're going to give that a that a shot too so it's nothing like going you know new car new motor just uh all at once you might as well do it right i guess yeah and short season so they will be a good season i yeah. guess to get tuned into you know, here in about three years when we get to race it'll be fun <laughs> yeah that car will be out of yeah, <laughs> out yeah. of cycle yeah <laughs> but, i'll have to get another one but you uh and like you said your your previous car was race ready i mean you were wrapped you were everything you yeah. were ready to hit the track yeah it was uh it was done all we had to do was just a few little details and uh it popped up on facebook and it was one of those deals that it looked too good to be true and just the stuff that came on it and everything and the price and i was like i talked to uh, travis kern about it and he's like are you sure that's what i said yeah he's like you better go get that thing (laughs) so uh i met my buddy elliot williams at his place in kentucky and we drove about five hours down to crossville and i got back to my house about i don't know 3 30 saturday morning with it and i mean frank the guy who helps me a lot he was not happy with oh, me really? no he was not <laughs> happy at first and uh so we started taking you know some parts off the master belt that would fit you know shocks and surprisingly the body fit um we got to get a couple new pieces made but uh but yeah, so I'm I'm really excited. I'm I'm really excited. I mean, in Frank's defense, it's one it's it's one thing to go from fully built, race ready, just a few tweaks to we're starting from the ground up again. Let's get it. Yeah, like <laughs> we literally had to scale that master built car and pretty much ready to go. Wow. And uh, so we've spent the last three weeks uh, doing it all over again. So um, it's it's fun and you know there there was nothing wrong with that master built car i had every intention of running it and i've I've always that's what i was always best in but you know when an opportunity like this comes up it's it's hard to pass and you know with steven having a rocket now too it'll be it'll be fun to kind of get back on the same page with him and uh you guys can bounce stuff off each other and yeah a little bit the the car i have is is the year prior to the xr1 and uh, i talked to bruce at bruce built a lot about it and he said you know there's some there's quite a few similarities and you know we'll we'll be able to have the same spares for the most part and stuff like that and i i knew the super motor was happening and the thought behind this was you know we want to go hit some summer national races and stuff and if we have issues it's probably going to be a lot easier to find someone with spare rocket parts than than you know other cars right now right i mean it seems like rocket is the yeah kind of the dominant chassis right now yeah and so yeah we uh we went we went on that and i i'm really happy with it it's a a very nice car and uh we should we should see we're supposed to go test next saturday down at rock castle so i'm really looking forward to that i'm not looking forward to three hours just to go (laughs) test but uh it, it's at least you get in you have to get in a car though yeah. i mean that's worth the three hours i would think i'm about to take it down the road <laughs> at this point well bloomquist did it yes yeah that's a great way to warm up your tires <laughs> yeah. and uh you know before we move on that you know that kind of change i know you've got your old car up for sale right now so anybody listen if they're looking to get in like you said there's nothing wrong with it Not you weren't changing as that you were race ready so somebody looking into a great piece of equipment you know what what do you got going for him yeah it's a it's a it's an 06 smackdown but the age it, it you can't base it off that that car has 
I mean, very, very nice stuff. It, I mean, Kent Robinson drove it at the Jackson 100 last year. I mean, he's not going to get in something that's not pretty right. nice. Um, you know, it's it's got very nice bolt-on pieces and new bird cages, and it's very nice. And uh, it actually just had some updates done this winter by Tater and Josh over at Masterbuilt because I was having a little bit of an issue bottoming out just because when that car was built, they weren't traveling like they are now right. on the right front. And um, so we, we did a little update on the right front, and it was it was going to go, and then, you know. And I want to say this about you, too, to anybody listening that might have interest in taking a look at that. You're not one who, who tears up your equipment or doesn't take care of your equipment. You know, knowing you as well as I do, you know, you're someone who is making sure through the week everything's maintenance, serviced, you know, and you're not out you know tearing stuff up just for the hell of it so yeah. it'll be a good piece to whoever ends up with it yeah it's uh it's you got to do that when you pay for most of your own <laughs> stuff uh there's there's many times i'd like to like to do something but then i remember who's paying for it so uh just let it go <laughs> there's there that go. one car you think if i could just run him Man. over the top it'd be fun and then you're yes, like it would. it's gonna be expensive and then there's a chance you may not race next weekend so you just <laughs> let him go and you know it all it all comes around at some point well i gotta ask a question here is uh derek bottoms uh i I posted earlier he's he's come out of retirement or something i haven't seen him on facebook in about three years but he wants to know if you're the car you've got for sale is it fast enough to beat zach burton ah that car was really good zach's got a new car too he'll be that'll be a really good car um i think derek may just have an obsession with me zach skyler and tyler that that he's not come to grips with yet it's tough for me not to agree with that and, I, and i'm not sure if derek's talking about zach's actual late model or his new go-kart that he just invested in things good it is uh well, two-time feature winner already isn't it uh well two-time feature winner and took home a powder puff race in the middle of the day as well um you know that is a you know it's a special piece uh it's a rayburn chassis body mm. by burton um thirsty goat entertainment house car uh, ran by Zach Burton there, so I, I I'd be honest, Derek. I don't know if I'd put your late model up against that go kart. It's it's smooth. I told Derek to buy that car. I, I mean, you know, it's good in the slick. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, he says uh, bromancing. Okay, bromancing. Yeah, I agree. So uh, let, let's go back here just a little bit and talk about this, because obviously, you know, we, we said that this year is, has been different than what we've ever seen. And, and I think that, Britton, we all expect here at the beginning that it's, it's a gamble whether we're going to be able to go to the racetrack or not. Weather always plays a factor. Is it going to be cold? Is it going to be wet? I mean, it, it, there's always something. But I think this whole idea of just being told no is, is a whole new thing I'm not dealing well with, with and what what are your thoughts about us sitting at home here right now yeah you know it's it's hard hard to think you know when i i went down to volusia for speed weeks and you know if anyone would have told me that that last night at volusia i wouldn't been at a racetrack again here we are mid-may i you know you're crazy you always expect rain outs in march april and may but yeah i mean three straight months that's that's hard to come to grips with and yeah it makes me really happy i went down there um it's made me feel good every saturday that it's rained yeah I know. because i'm like they would have canceled it anyway yeah it's like okay yeah. but yeah. you know last i think it was last saturday it was just beautiful yes. outside and i thought mm, you know this is we shouldn't be home yeah this is this is getting a little out of hand <laughs> that's what we were all talking about you know and it, and it was a blast going up and doing the backyard carding thing but we're all like why is it this gorgeous today yep. like yeah like i as yeah. much fun as we had and i'd love to do that a time when there's no racing going on again but we're like this is a perfect day to be at any track right now and enjoying it and instead we're unloading go-karts <laughs> just to have some fun and again amazing but uh it was rough yeah it'll and you know the first first time we get the the okay to go race it'll rain that night out oh, oh you know, you, you know you that. Can guarantee that you yeah. know that yeah. but i don't know we'll, we'll get there mike pickens is listening with us and mike says july will be the start of the race season um are you saying just in indiana here mike because I, I i'm curious where where you're talking obviously i know we've had some racing obviously in north carolina georgia those areas but uh you say in july there for indiana because i think ohio maybe even later than that i think ohio 
we may see it even push farther um i've heard rumors of july also i know that i know that we have a cart race in georgia next weekend so we've got a cart race there and i believe um power i is scheduled to run in oklahoma next weekend as well so i think we'll get to it a little sooner um i think some places will take advantage of that pay-per-view deal um i was given the okay to go race this weekend at clarksville and i said i basically told travis like i'm not gonna go race this motor and everything for the first time without you there right because you know i i don't i don't know enough about that stuff i'd like to you know have make i know i want to know it's ready when i go and uh so we we push that off and then you know we'll go test but clarksville's saying they're racing so you know if they're gonna run i'd go the week after next week down there or you know boyd ran last week yeah so i mean we eventually have to do it you know it, oh, yeah. it's gonna have to happen and let me ask you this because this is something that's interesting to me because we talk about the uh the pay-per-view deal and obviously that's something that you know we're involved here with um you know with dirt to median and things and but as a driver you know we all have that itch right now that's just crazy that we just want to get cars back on the track are you willing though with the money you've got invested to run for less right now just to be back on the track yeah i man you couldn't do it for long i think everybody would be okay at first and you know there's a race that's supposed to happen this weekend over in ohio that I mean, you've got a pit pass, and then on top of that, you got like a $50 entry fee. And then I called and talked to him, and he said, well, we're going to do this, but like only the top five get paid. It's going to be like like 45% to the winner, then like 30, 20. Like, it goes down quick. So, I mean, I've been looking at the prices of this fuel for these open motors, and you talk <laughs> about an eye-opener. Yeah. It's about... 10 15 dollars a gallon depending on what you get so you can't go run a whole lot with you know every lap being x amount of money and potentially not get anything back yeah like you can do it a couple times but after that i probably just sit at home and look at it like we've done for the last few weeks you know and that's what we've talked about that i think is so difficult when you talk about how do we reopen and those kind of things because and I, this isn't a knock at promoters because if if there's not fans sitting in the stands promoters don't have money and i understand we've had a rush here and you know kudos to what you know dirt on dirt's been able to do getting some of these races out and getting some big sponsors behind Mm -hmm. them but for the local track you know you're not going to find four and five thousand dollar sponsors to throw you know at purses and again sometimes people don't realize just that idea of saying five thousand dollars to win sounds like a big deal but when you go down through the rest of the payout it's a heck of a lot more than five thousand. It's not five thousand. Winner takes all. That's about twelve, probably. <laughs> so, yeah. as you start working through that, it's really tough. And that's always been my point: is yes, as drivers, um, it, just the same as fans, you all are addicted and you're nuts and you're crazy for what you do. And I do think the first couple weekends you're gonna have a ton of people there. But as soon as you start tearing stuff up, if you came and you know you do a thousand dollars worth of damage and you race for two hundred fifty bucks. And it costs you 130 to get in and a hundred dollars in fuel to drag there. You can't do it many weekends. No, no, it's you know this stuff's as expensive as anything, and you know we all know that going into it, and you never make money doing it, and we all we all know that. But you, you like to make a little something. Yeah, I mean yeah. you you have some you know sponsors, and then what you make to help offset it. But yeah, I mean it it would be it'd be hard that's for sure and again like i said i that's not a that's not a knock at promoters i mean you want fans in the stands and the, and the tough thing again for promoters uh is how you work that deal with with the the pay-per-view because again you know do you take a percentage well it's hard to say i know i'm gonna get this so we're gonna play it and you know one thing ryan and i talked about that's really tough right now is the market is really saturated with pay-per-views yep I mean, I, I read a great thing from Ben Shelton the other day that Ben Shelton said, you know, we went from zero racing to now there's a pay-per-view almost every night of the week. Yeah. And as great as that is, fans can't pay twenty nine ninety five 
every time that we go dirt track racing. No, and like the thing with the pay-per-view, like I was trying to explain to someone else. So say the Jackson, for example, say you've got four buddies that go with you. So, you know, you can count on $150 to get in the gate. Well, if they put it on pay-per-view, those five people, there's a good chance they're just going to stay home, go to one person's house, split it. Yeah. So instead of getting $150, it gets 30 or whatever you charge to host the pay-per-view. And I get it, you know, with Eldora and stuff like that. Like, I'll get with some friends if we're not going up there. You just split the cost, save some money. But that's another thing. Racetracks can't survive doing that forever. Yeah. Because no. they're not getting all the 30. The no, exactly. Because yeah. you got a certain percentage goes to whoever's putting the pay-per-view on, and then yeah. Yeah, it, it goes away pretty quick. Yeah, and, and, and you know, obviously, I, I probably, being in the business we're in, probably shouldn't be as, as negative about it as what I am. Um, because, yeah, if anybody wants us to come produce a live show, we're willing and, and ready. And, and it's not that. We want to offer that, but it's very, very difficult when you don't have those fans in the stand. It's even difficult just to put on a great you know, broadcast with it. I mean, that's the weird thing right now is talking about – and I get people probably don't think about that like you think about it with basketball or baseball or other sports, but even going back to Fun Fest when we live broadcasted that whole thing, one of the cool things was – hearing the cheers in the stands, hearing the fans go walk by our, our mic that was just set up for ambient sound and you would hear them talking and the dead grandstands is something that's just weird. Spooky. And I don't, I don't know about you guys, but it's sometimes I struggle to watch a pay-per-view because I don't smell it. Yeah. I don't feel it. You don't, you hear. know, I don't hear it like I should. And it, you know, racing is to me is more of an experience than any other sport because you know the dirt flies you know you feel that you smell you know you got the smell of the cars and the fuel the brakes if somebody blows up you can kind of tell what's up with that smell and when you sit in your living room you lose all that uh, yeah you know? I, I don't know about you guys i watched those races last week by dirt on dirt and i was very glad to watch it absolutely yeah but I, when, I, me too when they pan out in between races you know when there's that dead moment and you see nothing like no people anywhere like it's kind of weird and like i know like as a driver like when we run those friday nights with when lucas is qualifying and you pull out there and there's just a huge crowd like that is one of the coolest things ever yeah so like it'd be weird pulling out there and be like you're at a practice yeah i mean basically yeah so well, I know, you know, you talk about those races last week when Brandon Overton won and he got out in victory lane. I mean, that was as, as close to the Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with my hands as I've ever seen because he gets out and, and I'm not picking on him. It's natural for you guys. He immediately wants to start waving at the crowd. Yeah. Then realizes, remembers no one's there. And it's like this awkward, like, do I look at the crowd? Do I just look here? Where do I? And it, well, well, for the announcer, you pump the crowd up when they get out of the car. Yeah. So what do you do there? You can't say, yeah, Brandon Overton won. Yeah. 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 You know. I mean, it was just, it was, I mean, you could tell how awkward he felt getting out. And I thought, you know, th- this is a guy who races in front of big crowds all the time and just got out and there's no one there. I just can't imagine that feeling of being like, hey, yeah, I won. Hey, thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's similar to being a guest on Thrilled Up the Podcast. There aren't many people listening. You just kind of wave. and Well, we have them be quiet while we're on <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we keep them locked up over yeah. there. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it was different. It was nice to see, but... Well, we can't let them in, the, in here right now because of the virus. You know, we the governor would be down here closing us down. Yes, we'd have a full full studio audience. If Me not. and Britain are almost violating the yeah. six-foot rule right here. We're going to so. have to swing the mics back and push our chairs back. <laughs> Uh, Mike Pickens says, first of all, he said the first race will be um, first race of the season in Indiana, July 4th, Putnamville USAC race. You heard it here first. Uh, and I've never known Mike Pickens to be wrong other than about 72% of the time. So That's a low number as far as I my, – I know Mike real well. He's he's a pretty good friend. He's, I mean, he's involved very heavily with the sprint car stuff, and he I is. wouldn't be surprised if he knows something you know some other people don't, but – you know that's the other thing i and on there's moments i think local racing and regional racing have a better chance at making it this year than the big shows Mm -hmm. because you go any local track 
you know, normal show, the grandstands aren't packed. There is plenty of room to spread everybody out. But when Lucas or World Outlaws or USAC come to town, they cram them in there. Yeah. You know, I... I know for the last three years, I've had to announce during the support classes for the Jackson to quit sitting in the aisleways. Yeah. So that tells you how much we're packing it in there. So. Well, yep. and, and, you know, we talked about that the other day, too. The, the problem for those big national traveling series also is the fear of the lawsuit mm-hmm. because you've got that big name. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone comes to a Lucas race and, and claims they contracted the sickness or whatever, they're not just suing the promoter and the track and they're going to sue Lucas Oil as well. Yeah the whole way up so again i'm not i'm not saying that that's part of it but it really you know that way you don't have that huge promoter that huge you know series on the line um i do i think it's tough for them to come back and race but you know even nascar i don't know how nascar and some of these are going to survive with no fans on the stands and i understand this month right yeah 17 yeah i'm gonna run seven races in 11 days yeah and again, I get that they've got a huge TV deal, but if you're the track, you still have to have track employees there, you know, workers, you know, there's still a lot of things to go into putting on that race that you're not getting any, I don't even think people realize how much concessions can be for some of these places. And souvenir trailers. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch that that's missing. Just like those guys, you know, down South that ran. You know, Overton and all those guys usually have a t-shirt trailer with them. You know, that, that's a big, big money maker. Oh, yeah. So, well, it's weird. You know, we had, um, I had Hudson on the other night when we did the uh, the reaction video of the 95 Hoosier Dirt Classic. And, you know, he was talking, you know, coming to Masters Belt, the connection, obviously, to his dad, and winning the Jackson last year. He said, I put a lot of money in um merchandise this year and t-shirts and things because he goes i was banking on the icebreaker might get in or at least i'd be around regionally where people buy stuff people i could do stuff he said now i've got a trailer sitting there with all of this merchandise in there that i can't even get to a track to try and move yeah and it you know that's all those things that people don't think about for all you guys that you're dealing with right now yeah it's 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 different that's for sure that's it that's really all you can say it's just i'll be really happy when it, if it gets even halfway back to normal you know before this i would i'd love to get it somewhere by like late may early june i mean you think about it what we're about to be in the second weekend in may so, i mean it'd be okay like i really figured eldora that they're gonna do something for the dream i just i just don't know I don't know how they could do their normal dream. No. Someone told me the other day um, that, and I I don't even know who, I don't even remember now who told me it or where they had heard it, but said that somewhere they had read they were working on plans to possibly run the dream and world back to back this fall, meaning like dream would be Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And then the world would be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And, you know, my thought is, even when you're talking about big money teams, I mean, big back, you know, those big late model teams, to not have time to go back to the shop and, and you know, do some of that normal, that's a ton of racing on those cars and, and the human bodies, not yeah. just the cars. Eldor is not easy on stuff. <laughs> no, not at all. By any means. I mean, you get there you hear there three days you hear people complaining about summer nationals open like that wednesday after and people are like they need to change this because yes. eldor is just too much that many nights in a row so yeah i mean that'd be awesome as a fan well yeah but oh, yeah there's no way i'd yeah. want to be a part of it no i said can, I, can your liver survive that though yeah mine you guys may be in trouble <laughs> i said i said you might as well Pull in with your hauler, drop the two cars off you brought in your boxes, and go get a couple And send more. your driver back to the shop yeah. to start picking up parts because yeah, that, that's no you're going to need yeah. it. Yeah, and, and at least two more motors. I mean, that's uh, and again, like I did, and I, I kudos to them if they can pull it off, go for it. But to me, that is just that that thought is just crazy. That much racing on top of each other. Yeah, it'd yeah, be, that's be like a well, they're getting ready to have speed week 
weeks again in a couple weeks would be like the third speed weeks of the year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The northern, the yeah. northern tour. <laughs> but yeah. I do got to give a shout out here um, as we're sitting here. I just got a great photo. Um, my my good buddy again, Steve Peden, uh, who I've been teasing for a week now. He actually has his go-kart on the scales, um, and he says that spin cycle's getting serious. So he is scaling the go-kart. Um, so I, I just got to say to the old 3Z Zach Burton man, um, it looks like Peden's coming for you. So just be ready. He's he's coming after you. But I have never seen guys take go-karting in the backyard so serious. Well, yeah. I mean, at this point, we can well, play Uno. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is a lot of truth to the, the, uh, the competition factor. Yep. So, Britton, let's say this. When you look at the way the season started, and obviously, you know, you making a change in programs what do you what how do you set your goals going into this year brand new car brand new motor brand brand new new motor brand new class uh, no time in it limited practice i know i'm giving all the positives right now maybe racing for no money (laughs) yeah i I picked a great time to do it you know Usually before the season starts, you have a couple open practices and well, we had one and everything. Yeah, I was three cars removed from that. It seems like I've been on a, a just spin a wheel and see what car I've had. I am going to say we, there years. was there has been cars at Brownstown Speedway this year. It was a practice, but we did have cars yep, there. Yep. I uh, and had we known, we'd have lined up for a full show that. Yeah, day. we would have raced that day. Yeah, but uh, you know, as far as goals and stuff. I ran a little bit with the supers last year with that little 362 motor and it it was basically like a glorified crate um but you know i'd I'd like to a couple top fives and stuff like that would be good making some bigger shows uh until all this happened we were planning out like three four day swings of the summer national Mm -hmm. tour going over to illinois and stuff like that you know just trying to get us out there a little more because the more you get out there the more apt you are to come up with a little more sponsors yeah. and stuff like that and you know I'm, I'm very fortunate to know some of the people that i do and they can kind of connect me with others you know but you're it's going to be hard to find a bigger sponsor if you're just at one spot yeah. all the time i agree i agree with that so you know even just doing hit and miss shows like we had talked about running the whole um battle of the bluegrass series and then you know all this came up and it i don't know i would love to i would love to have you know top fives top tens and not do anything dumb i know like when the track slows down i think i'll be fine it's going to be that adjustment early on when you have twice as much motor yeah you know and you're out there with people who are not afraid to throw a car in there on you you know you get out there on summer national tour or something with pierce and them guys they will not think twice yeah and you know they just got to do what they do to they do that for a living you know whereas we do it for fun and you got to respect that so you know just just have a consistent year you know just as minimal issues as possible that battle of the bluegrass though i mean several local drivers had good you know success there jeremy hines is you know a past champion of that series yeah so. we um we had looked at it really close and we talked to bill the promoter of that series because he uh, he also runs richmond and the only one that kind of scared us off a little bit was going out to virginia motor speedway that's a that's a big half mile oh yeah and when you only yeah. got one motor you know you got to be smart about it but you know we were we had a couple things kind of lined up and uh it's it's still not out of the question but it's hard to say when everything will get back to having that choice of being able to go race when you want to or not you know and that's the other kind of crazy thing when we talk about all this going on is not only having that choice but you know i think back to some of those nights and obviously you know, we, we stay pretty close to home with Brownstown Speedway most of the time, but even those off nights or some of those those weird off nights that, you know, Matt, you'd text me and say, hey, we want to go to Florence tonight or do we want to go to Atomic or are we going to hit Bloomington or, you know, where are we looking at to maybe go somewhere different? Like, right, like literally last weekend, I, I considered texting you on Saturday night 
and saying, this sounds really dumb, but do you want to drive to Boyd's before they cut the fans out? Yeah. Do you want to see, because obviously I knew Tater and those guys were down there, and I thought maybe I can get Tater to buy a couple general admission tickets, and we'll drive down to Boyd's and watch if we can get in and get tickets. Well, my answer would have been uh, absolutely. I know, and and, <laughs> and my wife knows how ate up I am, so even when I said it, she's like, you're going to drive 11 hours round trip to, to watch racing, and then she goes, that was a dumb question. Now, I, I would have drove one way, and you could have drove the other. Yeah, so you're right. It only been yeah. five and a half. Yeah. Teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> but... But that's like, like that's the thing. Like instead of this, like all these options that we have to go racing, it was like, all right, there's Boyd's in Georgia Saturday night. We need to go to Boyd's. And I can 100% tell you that I've had conversations in the last week of looking at Boyd's, 411, Smoky Mountain. You know, because it seems like the 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 further south you go, the more apt you're going to be able to go race. So, yeah, it's going to be you know kind of a well I, I guess we ought to throw this out there then if you decide you might holler at uh yeah come on me and dustin and uh we'll help you get home yeah absolutely yeah i'm i'm a great crew member um i look good in any shirt any britain gotsy shirt i look good okay in. i think yeah. i only have four x's so you may have to well he wears a three x so <laughs> i was gonna say i'll crawl right in that. i may have a three x actually <laughs> yeah i'll crawl right I mean, in that. i'm a skinny guy i wear a two x so. yeah i'm out of those i need to get new shirts done actually but but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm slender slender <laughs> slender We're, we need to look up the definition of slender i was gonna say it's all in perspective yes i have <laughs> i i've never heard anyone refer to matt as no. slender no <laughs> I wear a 2X. <laughs> oh, I can wear a 2X. You look like Tyler when he wears his medium. Oh, yeah, yeah. His, his schmedium. Yeah, he has to cut the sleeves out of it just so he can get it on, he man. Does. That's, uh... Hey, another thing here that's obviously been big, and I know you when you walked in here, Britton, you saw it and you know said we've got the iRacing thing set up in here. You know, and you talked about you, you've kind of got into this iRacing thing here. Um, I, I love asking drivers – for you guys like me as a fan i know nothing i've never been in a car i mean i get out and have fun with it and um but for you as a driver how realistic how much does it help does it do anything for you it's fun um as far as realistic not really but you know for an hour hour and a half like so chase got me into that deal on monday nights that world outlaw invitational and you know it's shepherd and bloomquist and like all the big guys and so it's pretty neat to be out there you know even virtually racing with those guys every week and i mean it it takes your mind off everything else for an hour two hours and it's a lot of fun you know me and chase used to play i racing back in i don't know 2011 2012 and we would play it all the time and you know people back then it wasn't as big of a hit as it is now and everyone's like why are you playing that but now here we are everybody wants to play i racing and see if you would have stayed good at it i know there yeah. was like a four-year span where like i quit because like i got busy with racing you know more and everything else but <laughs> you can't compare what you that adrenaline rush you feel inside the race car to just sitting there and like you get nervous when you're doing the iRacing deal, don't get me wrong, but there's, like, if you go knock the wall down, you're going to hit reset, and you're going to go get another car. Like, the f the fear factor isn't there. And, you know, that's a, as weird as it is to say, but that's one of the, like, thrills you get with racing. Right. Like, you're just right on that edge if you that don't know what's going to happen. Yep. But, I mean, it's fun. And it, it now the way it looks the graphics those are pretty realistic mm -hmm. but but is there a chance if you suck at i racing you still might be good in a real race car yeah absolutely there's hope yet for us well, i was gonna say bloomquist has I been say, awful I yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and he does all right in a race car yeah, he, yeah. he's decent I yeah guess. i've seen him go through the infield you know and when you turn it on as he's 10 laps down you're like bloomquist is 10 laps down yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, I, I love what you just said there, and and I listened to Clint Boyer talk on um, Burning Rubber, uh, yeah. the Barstool Sports uh, podcast. You know, and he said the same thing. You know, that idea of the wall doesn't hurt nearly as bad no. in iRacing. racing, and he said, you know, you you 
whether drivers want to admit it or not, he said when you're at some of these these fast racetracks and you take that car down into the corner, you do think about is it going to turn? Mm-hmm. I mean, you you when you feel it start to slip out, you think, damn that that wall's going to hurt. Yep. And also, like for you, like we talked earlier, you just said, you know, if I go up and I hit the wall at Eldora, I hit the reset button and we're good. You get in this brand new car and you go to Eldora and you go in the corner and you hit the wall. It's not a reset button. Well, it's a reset till 2021. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of uh, (laughs) pouting and crying, I'd say. And again, that's not a knock on you at all, you know, with what you do. But those financial implications, when when you're a local guy, a regional racer, uh, that's funding your own organ, your own race team. You have to make some considerations with that. Am I willing to go stick this in the corner? Am I willing to make that move? You know, like you talked earlier, some of these big traveling guys—they're willing to go in and throw a car in on you. Yep. Because they got another one in the trailer mm-hmm. if they got to go race again tomorrow night. That's a tougher decision for you. In I racing, ah, screw it. Oh yeah, everybody. Hit reset. Everybody just dry. <laughs> I mean, it's it's comical to watch sometimes and you know just how there's so many wrecks and you're gonna have that because no one cares if they run into somebody like dustin does that's why he don't try as hard as he can he's worried about spinning somebody out they're not gonna come down to your pit and talk to you no because i'm trying to get out of this darn rookie class because i'm stuck in rookie yeah and i've listened to all this stuff and the only way to get out of rookie is your safety rating yep so i drive i i don't even care to win i drive unbelievably safe in everything i will i'm glad i don't have it then because i will never get out of out of the rookie class (laughs) because and i was so mad last they put bumpers on them cars for reasons i was the night it (laughs) might have been sunday night or monday night i was playing and i had a perfect deal going man i was so good you know running a uh street stock on dirt no points i was still in the lead lap i was like fifth because honestly if you just out of wreck yeah you're finishing the top five in that deal and some dude comes out of the pits and drives straight up to the wall and takes me out and they scored points against me and i'm like i am flipping out i'm like dude i'm not trying to win i'm not trying to drive fast i'm here for safety rating i'm here for my safety rating and i just lost my points and and it never fails like before the races when you're gritting you'll always have that one guy it's like i'm just here for safety rating and then first corner they go in there and just bonsai somebody you're like what were you saying i always love the guys they're always like good luck yeah good let's keep it clean can't win in turn one then yeah it's usually them that do it we had a guy the other day that we were at charlotte i was running street stocks on asphalt charlotte and he said he said uh all right guys can't win into turn one can't win the race there i was a smart ass i said i thought this was a drag racing simulator and I swear to God, he started right on the inside row of me, and he drove straight, straight into turn one, never turned the wheel, and took out about 12 cars. And I'm like, <laughs> and you're the guy telling me I can't win it into turn one. Every time it's happened. I will say those street stocks on dirt may be the funnest class on there. Oh, it is a blast. Those are the best. Like <laughs> me and Skyler and Tyler Collins and Zach Burton and some kid guys from down south, like Kentucky, we'll get Bottoms. in there. Uh, no, it's not Derek. He's too cool to play. Um, but like uh, that Brandon Bolton who yeah. helps Jordan Hedger, uh, Connor Mead, and some of those guys. We'll all uh, Stricker gets in there or Adam, yeah. And uh, but we'll have those hosted races, and I mean two, three o'clock in the morning. We call it the Street Stock Nationals. Oh, yeah. That's what they called it, and uh, it's a blast. Yeah, those because you can. You can put those street stocks wherever you want, oh, yeah. and there's just, not enough motor that they're going to spin no. out on you. You can just play games with them. Yeah, you they can, must have been different than the ones you had me try then, because I spun <laughs> that one out. You had to be trying to spin that out. I think Dustin's all his configuration wasn't quite right then. So I don't know because I went back to the original because I, whatever whatever suggestions I had did not help my speed at all. Hey, I've been thinking about the realistic part of this. I think we need to stand beside the other one, and when you hit the wall. Smack him. Punch him in the punch him in the arm or the leg, you know, maybe upside the head and have their wallet stand there. When you hit the <laughs> yeah. wall, just take a couple hundred bucks. out. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We need to bring that realistic in there. And uh I I do want to say you brought up Adam Stricker and I, I want to give a huge shout out uh to him. Um, you know, he, he placed an order there with Thirsty Goat, ENT.com, um, got a bunch of, of uh throttled up 
swag and merchandise and posted it but the coolest thing is this morning and i haven't shown you this yet matt he sends me a video because he got several different stickers and he's got his hard hat and it's totally decked out and throttled up and thirsty goat stickers with a message that says coolest hard hat around and uh so yeah huge shout out to to adam man we appreciate him and uh uh good dude i also want to say you know, Frank, um, oh, he boy. mentioned here, and, and Frank, man, we're looking out for you, man. We, I told him to come tonight. He should have. I told him. He, but he said if you go down to Boyd's, you'll need us because you'll need help driving at night Frank because can't he drive won't drive. Night. No, because I'm not kidding you. I have pulled out a rate. Like, he's fine going to, he usually, I don't know. Everyone knows I'm nervous. We've talked about this before. So I'll let him pull the truck and trailer while we're going somewhere but and he's fine but i'm telling you when the sun goes down and you get in a vehicle it's like he's in just narcoleptic he has been asleep before i've got onto the highway at racetracks i'm not kidding and then depending on how our nights went what i'll do to him sometimes is he'll be over there asleep so i'll just get in the middle of the road on them rumble strips (laughs) It scares him to death. He gets so mad. Well, I'm sure if we go, then I'll have to drive home for you because Dustin won't be able to drive home after the races either. Yeah. So yeah. yeah the dark. It won't be narcolepsy. The dark no. really gets to me too. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime so, so, it gets dark out, I. If you get somebody to drive down, I'll get us home, Britton. So he uh, one night when we left Richmond last year, he drove all the way down, and there's this White Castle we stop at every single time we leave there. And so I was like, just drive to White Castle, then I'll drive the rest of the way home. Well, we get done with White Castle. I was like, just drive till we get to Louisville, and then I'll drive. And I just kept doing that till we got to like, gosh, I can't remember, about 30 minutes from the house. And you saw him over there just not. I was like, hey, why don't you pull over, and I'll just take it from here. <laughs> and then, I don't know, about 10 minutes, I started hitting that rumble strip just to wake <laughs> him up. See, but he he's in the asphalt business and stuff, so there's times we'll go race and he'll been up three o'clock in the morning yeah he'll go to work and then he'll go to the races so he's he's exhausted he's cash and by then that he time has to deal with me all night so but yeah he's a he's a lot better sport than i am i can tell you that <laughs> hey uh i do want to throw out here real quick before uh we jump to you so i want to give you a chance to get your phone out to give your sponsors uh, i do want to just give a shout out to ours um you know and so Matt will kind of go back and forth, but Legacy Paint and Body out of Columbus, uh, Auto Body Shop up there. Um, I'm going to tell you what, if you're not following them on Facebook, jump on. They do tremendous work. I'm, I'm amazed at some of the stuff they do. So Legacy Paint and Body out of Columbus, Indiana. And I'll go with Irwin Customs right here in Crothersville, Indiana. Go see Brad down there. You know, we have been in there several times and seen a whole lot of uh, spectacular work with bodies and... Uh, and everything else brad does great work so get a hold of uh erwin customs there for any of your uh, your body needs there and again dirt to media check out dirt to media.tv um our good friends uh and uh partner ryan bowling uh here at thirsty goat entertainment uh lots of live shows again if you haven't had a chance yet go back and watch the broadcast of that backyard karting race a uh, lot of fun uh the other day so go check that out again dirt to media.tv um, live options and on-demand options. And when all the craziness in the world is done, Saturday night's Brownstown Speedway, Indiana's premier dirt track. You know, we get going. Uh, make sure you get down there and watch us racing on Saturday nights. Indiana Farm Bureau, Tommy Taylor, uh, 812-346-5664. He is my family's agent, and I will give him a shout-out. Just got a check the other day since we've not been driving. Got a little check in the mail there from Tommy Taylor. Uh, glad you made it more than my parents. I'm not going to say that's because I have more vehicles insured than them, but uh, still was glad my check was higher than theirs. But I mean it. Give Tommy a call uh, for all of your insurance needs. Tommy's my agent also. Also, uh, something near and dear to my heart, P3RacingShirts.com. You know, I love, I I wear a racing shirt every day. So uh, if you guys are looking into getting shirts, call Eric there at P3 Racing Shirts or get on his website at P3RacingShirts.com. He does small quantity shirts on there, so talk to him and see what he can do for you. Hey, and I'm going to jump on that with P3 Graphics as well. If you've not been down to their new shop in Salem, oh my gosh. I was down there just last Wednesday. I had to pick up some stuff from Eric and got to see their new place. Beautiful, big shop, 
tons more room um just an awesome facility they got working down there so again p3racingshirts.com and p3graphics.com uh, uh, for all of your wrap and apparel need also schaefer photo and custom tees uh we haven't been in the racetrack for mark to take anything this year i think he got actually some photos from the practice i do yes so if you went to practice that day mark's probably got something new there but uh, get a hold of him if you, there's a gift for a birthday or an anniversary coming up you want to get somebody from last year give mark a call he does excellent work and uh, i'm sure him and jamie would love to do business with you guys so schaefer photo and custom tees gilpin electric and generator services 812-953-1261 give bill gilpin a call man for all your electrical needs and generators if you're looking to wire up a race trailer uh, looking for a generator service for your trailer or a whole home generator system he is the only person to call again gilpin electric and generator services also kane's tree service tree trimming tree removal stump removal they give you free estimates, and they are fully insured. So if you need some tree work done out in your yard, get a hold of Kane's Tree Service. And OCC Seamless Gutters and Construction, new addition there. Um, Jeremy Owens, been a, a friend of the podcast for several uh, years now. and I'm going to say day one. Yeah, since day one. Um, he has come here and done work for me, put some great snow guards up on my building to uh, keep my gutters intact. Don't know why he did that. He should have waited until I ripped my gutters off and then sold me new gutters and new snow guards. But good guy. Made sure I didn't get my stuff torn off. And going to come out and do some work here in the studio here soon, too. So if you're looking for a small project or a big project, contact OCC Seamless Gutters and Construction today. All right. Speaking of Jamie, (coughs) she deals with more probably than anyone except Jim. And uh, there's there's times me and Skyler will she didn't know it but like under caution me and him have this every time it's just a habit now we'll go up and just hit the other car just barely you know and one night I guess she thought we were actually into it she came over the receiver 22 and 14 B better knock it off or send you both to the pits and I, we talked to her after you know but it, it's me and Skyler laugh about that all the time well you know I, I i didn't mention it earlier but Skyler did question or did comment earlier the real question is when we start racing who gets in trouble under caution first the 14 or the 22 <laughs> man so. it's a toss-up really it, it it's usually both of us together but well you know how it is if you don't scold the first kid uh-huh then the second kid's like you didn't get on them so i can do it yeah you know so we just go up and just start hitting each other especially in the later in the year when your body's all tore up like yeah what's another tire mark but uh it builds character yeah yeah you gotta you gotta knock the new off of it you gotta sympathize with her sometimes oh I, there's a whole lot of you guys out there there's no know? way i'd want to do it, especially like under caution you'll when people don't get single file i'm guilty of it like if i think i'm ahead of a guy i'll just keep riding beside I'm him old and, on. Yeah, then like, I, nope. that's when she says get in single file i'll put you where you're supposed yep. to go yeah you know? <laughs> any meme i see on facebook about you know stuff like that i always send to her she she's <laughs> wonderful no I, i've been up there in the tower especially in some of those when she's like you know whatever it is 97 you're behind the 12 97 you're behind the 12 i mean it's just yep. it's a, and then she tells you know bud down there in turn four put the 97 behind the 12 yeah. and, and then yeah. it always follow up with can we get one more receiver check mm-hmm. or do you have your receiver on 97 you're behind the 12 those things go dead so fast i've been out there and mine has quit working and then yeah i mean you feel weird because people be yelling at you and you you have no idea you're just out there but seems like they never work when you're told to go behind somebody no mine never do but no if you're but when it, if they tell you to get in if they is it's you know 14b get in front of the 22 yeah. oh you hear that every time coming well the battery the battery is yeah. is a lot stronger on those yeah. signals yeah. came unplugged <laughs> yeah it happens all right Britton, throw out your sponsors man who's helping you get through this race program this year uh first and foremost i have to thank travis kern he um through the winter you know during downtime and stuff i'll go over to his shop and help him tear down motors and and stuff like that and you know as soon as the race season comes around he more than helps me i i I will never be able to thank him enough for all he's done for me from day one um i've only ever ran his motors and 
I, you know, I, that's the only person I'm going to run. And, uh, I can't thank him enough, not only with, with the, the motors, but as far as this car, you know, he, he put that whole oil system and wired it and everything else in there when he's, he's covered up with everything else he has to do. And you know, that he's coming off of a year where he had 80 plus feature wins from people like Gumby. I mean, he, he dominated and, you know, track championships and it's, it's so cool to be in his shop and the people that come in there and pick up motors and you meet and you know the stories you hear from him from back in the day with papal and you know john and everybody but and, and i'm gonna interrupt you here real quick and i apologize but oh, you, you bring up travis he, he's good at that i am uh it's something about you know like actually having a podcast and wanting to talk um uh they can't cancel me here no. uh <laughs> But I do want to say, you know, that's something about Travis we hear all the time is not only how much he'll help you and what he's willing to do, but even when things go south and I'm not not knocking his motors, but when there's an issue, how many people I've had sit right here on this podcast and say, you know what, if it wasn't for Travis Kern saying, I've got this motor in the back, come get it, get back to the track and then we'll get yours back and fix. The guy constantly is helping our local and regional racers get to the track no matter what he could do when let's be honest he could probably throw you a huge upcharge and yep. say here's the deal if you want this done right away this is what i'm going to charge you the guy understands what you guys go through and just i i just want to say again for as a fan as a media member thank you to him for yeah. helping you guys all get there you know last year you know the first couple nights when i had that issue like i i pulled that motor out and i was dropping it off and i was getting in my truck and he goes what are you doing I said, I'm going to go home. He goes, get your pulleys and stuff off. He goes, get that motor. He said, and get it back in your race car. He said, we'll figure it out. You know, oh, yeah. and I, I ran the rest of the year on, on his motor. And, you know, and the other thing about it is he's so reasonably priced. Yeah. And I've seen him times at the racetrack where it won't be his motor. Someone will come get him who runs a different motor travis can you look at this yeah you know oh, yeah he's not gonna not help someone he's he's a genuine well, his guy love sport yeah you know he's been around his whole life and he just helps everybody yeah. he could charge two or three times what he makes and still absolutely have, and still have the 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 business he has but exactly he remembers where he started yep. and, and who the local guys are that help him and and yeah i i didn't mean to interrupt you in the middle of your sponsors but that is just travis kern is a guy who we hear you know week in week out what he does for our local guys and yeah. i wanted to give him a special shout out from us too yeah and you know he will he'll he'll appreciate that um you know, then I got to thank Kent Robinson and, and Becky Robinson and JB Salvage, uh, Chase Briscoe Racing, Rick's Automotive and Towing, Set Earth and Company Real Estate, Cox's Tree Service, Shell is Busy, fi- Shell is Busy B Five Dollar Bling. So this it's it's like a she makes little jewelry and accessories. It's a pretty cool deal. She always has it on Facebook, and it's a uh, it's really neat what she does. Say that one more time, though. Shelly's. It's Shella's busy. Shella's busy bee five dollar bling. Shella's busy bee five dollar. That is a. It's a mouthful. It is, but it's a. It's <laughs> but that's a, awesome. It's that's awesome. very cool. And uh, she's new this year, um, and you know I, I can't thank her enough for coming on board. And then uh, Wayne Fugate with State Farm Wild Boys Race Chasers. Uh, stone brothers racing and i gotta talk about them for a second um the year before last when i went to volusia to help gr smith during speed weeks we get down there and first night he blows a motor and he only had one motor and he knew it's his name's benny and tony stone and uh, i'd never met him in my life and i met him that night and no one knew what was going on and he goes i've got a condo on daytona beach yours if you want to just come hang out the rest of the week not go home early okay and me and him and his brother became really good friends and you know about december of this past year he gave me a call and we'd stayed in contact you coming down to volusia again this year yep if if you'll have me yep come on he said you get the plane ticket i'll take care of everything else and it's just they're they're just really fun people and you know i I can't 
can't thank them enough for what they do not only on the race car but you know they they basically give you a week in florida and you just go to the racetrack every night and it's it's a blast uh the edge collision center which is another business that travis and uh, lauren gould own it's a it's a body shop in between bedford and bloomington uh trent nifflis with nifflis design scott's barbershop hoosier door incorporated shorty shock service jp technology superheat solution a and b trophy jt motorsports and then uh as far as my crew you know frank of course you know i i'm telling you guys if, <laughs> if you ever go with us you'll see like he is ready to punch me numerous times and it's been like that for 15 years and you know it's just so it's a, it's a love-hate relationship and but it, it doesn't go away no it don't back. <laughs> and actually both of my race cars are in his garage so his garage is of no use to him other than both my cars are in there <laughs> and uh, him and his wife uh kylie you know i they're they let me just basically take over and it's it's great and then uh, lucas pace he's helped me a lot this year with some body work and stuff like that on getting this newer car done um but and then tyler allen and you know some of my other buddies but it takes so many people to get this deal going and keep it going. Well, Britton, I will say this again, man, and and you know, we're always a big fan of yours. Um, mm-hmm. Even though you got that big Duke uh, symbol on the top of your car, that's my favorite part of this car. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I have it. Okay, so <laughs> Travis hates Duke, and <laughs> you know that's that's okay. Which is uh, for me to translate. Travis is very intelligent. Yeah, exactly. He's a lot smarter than me. And I was not going to put the Duke thing up there this year just for what he does to help me. And I was just going to put the 14B up there. And Trent came out with this thing, and, like, it's the Fort, it's the Duke logo with the 14B coming off of it. And it uh, is my favorite part of the car. And I think Travis is still not real <laughs> fond of it, but he's not going to tell me to take it off of it, and I appreciate that greatly. <laughs> See, when I glanced down out of the tower and seen that big Duke thing, that's when he was the Bedford Blue Devil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Matt. But, yeah, it's a, it's a cool deal. You know, and even though I'm not a Duke fan in the slightest, it is a cool thing for your car. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's something that's extremely unique. Um, but I still got to give you hell about it. That's fine. Everybody, does, especially go to Richmond, places down in Kentucky. <laughs> Man. Oh, I bet. The Despains eat my – I mean, they just tear me up down there. <laughs> on that stuff hey somebody's got to play the heel and that that sets you right up yeah there. for sure but no man i mean it we you know you've been a big supporter of us yes. and and we appreciate you coming over tonight and always uh you know reaching out to us and being willing to to talk to us and and you know we see you in the pits and everything um we're ready to get back racing we're ready to see you racing um so we look forward to the times that yeah, we can walk behind the pits and and give you some shit before we before you go out. <laughs> Need it. No matter how nervous you are, but uh, just know as always, um, you got some big fans here at at Throttled Up the Podcast, yes. and we're always pulling for you because you know the more you win, uh, the better we look because those are our big guests. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I can't thank you guys for having me enough, and especially a time like this where you know my sponsors and stuff aren't aren't getting the publicity that they normally get. It's uh, it's great that they stick by me and understand you know what what's going on and you know just to give them you know a little bit of time and stuff like that it's it's really appreciated on everybody you know that's the biggest reason why we started this is we wanted to give uh, local and regional guys the opportunity to you know share their sponsors and put them out there in a different way than what they they get before so um we're glad we could help you with that man and again we wish you all the best and uh for everybody else that's out there again uh, go check out thirstygoent.com again brand new website got all of our brands there throttled up dirt to media the beer babes um, 643 podcast just announced today they just i got a message while we were recording they finished their first episode so that'll be coming out next week a lot of stuff going on there lots of blogs articles um, being released there good things to go check out also uh, you can go to the store there um free shipping uh ryan bowling has told me i have to continue giving free shipping while the COVID 19 bug is going on uh so any t-shirt um you order any uh stickers anything you pick up right there you're gonna get free shipped right to your door so go check out that at thirstygoent.com 
Next week, Matt, we're going to be off for the week. Um, be coming back the week after. Uh, we, I don't know who our guest is going to be yet, but get, we'll get a hold of one of us if you want to be on here. Yeah, we'll put something together. So if you're looking to book with us, let us know. Um, you know, by that point, it may be spin cycle Steve Peden. I mean, he may have this whole carding deal figured out. He may be running down south for a carding championship by then. I, from what I've heard, I'd say he's going to have a real good year. I think so too. I, I from from yeah yeah. That's the best part of me getting to pick on him all day last Saturday is there's not going to be a whole lot of picking on Steve, I think, once we actually get to the track. So <laughs> I think yeah. it's going to be a good one for him. So, again, uh, thank ev- thanks, everybody, and uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, we will pick uh, a throwback episode, though, to throw out next week, and you can catch that on our, our uh, Facebook Live. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>